Welcome to the Business of Design podcast. I'm Cheryl Horn, Director of Operations for Business of Design. A lot has changed at Business of Design since this episode originally aired. For the latest information and rates on events and membership at Business of Design, head to businessofdesign.com. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, this is Business of Design and you're in the right place if you wanted to talk about the state of the industry and what's happening. The first thing I want to tell you is the sky is not falling. Everything is going to be fine. It really doesn't matter who merges with whom. We are going to stay on the path and create outstanding businesses that thrive based on systems and best practices. And yeah, we're going to have to step up a little and take responsibility for the things we've learned in the past few years. And for many of us, that means it's time to pivot, make a change, be bold, and step back on the path of owning your destiny. Last week's merger is not the first instance of industry disruption, nor is it the first instance of a platform-based business model having its hungry for cash underbelly revealed. In fact, businesses that subsist with a board of directors and or venture capital must be profitable. The merger did call to mind a quote I heard from someone much smarter than me. Thank you, Bruce Philp of Heuristic Branding. Uh, It was actually a tweet from Blue Beetle, who turns out to be a human being named Andrew Lewis. And he wrote, if you're not paying for it, you're not the customer, you're the product. That made so much sense to me. I mean, a business will monetize. It must. This podcast is free. Or is it? Well, we hope You're going to love what you learn here, so you'll become a member of the Business of Design community. Now, I'm transparent about that because I want you to be comfortable with the equation. And this is my passion project. It's not my livelihood. I earn a living the same way you do as an interior design professional. But this is my passion project. So it's really easy for me to tell you that I will never sell your information. I don't care how big the money offering is. I understand how few resources you have who will honestly protect what you do and understand what it takes to make it in this business. But I think that's a pretty rare position. And again, it's a passion project, not my livelihood. It's possible, just possible, hear me, that we've been naive about the free platforms we've been using for some time. And it's possible that some of those free platforms value integrity and honesty more than others. So we've learned something. We've had our eyes opened. And it is my sincerest wish that our community will come together and realize that we've matured just a little bit because of this. It's time to recognize that you have to take ownership of the health and well-being of your business and your life. And there are no shortcuts. We know talent has something to do with it, of course. But beyond that, it always comes down to business fundamentals. And we are business people. We can learn these fundamentals just like anyone else. So I'm not going to do what I see happening out there in the big wide world, which is interview someone from Howes and someone from Ivy. They're very big companies with deep, deep pockets. 
and they're going to hire a marketing team and a PR team to do some damage control and get out their new and improved messaging, and you bet they're going to woo us again. Instead, I want us to hear from a couple of people in our own community, people that we may know from social media and online, and in this case, two people who have opposing viewpoints. The first is Lori Lazier. Many of you know her from the ultra-secret by-appointment-only Facebook group she runs. She's wonderful, and she's done so much for our community, and I'm thrilled to get her take on things. And the other one is interior design professional Cheryl Keys Clendenin. I think it's a really good exercise to listen to them both. And although you may side with one more than the other, that's fine. It's my hope that you'll listen respectfully to both of them and that this might spark in you the idea that you have some choices here. You're not a victim. You're a business owner and you've come to a crossroads and you may have to make some decisions, but you won't be alone no matter what you choose. The sky is not falling. We've seen disruption before. There's plenty of room for true professionals to earn a great living servicing clients. Lots and lots of clients don't want to do it themselves, don't want to settle for a cheap knockoff, are looking for the real thing, and that's you. Collaboration is the way we're going to move forward as a community, and that doesn't mean we all have to agree, but it means we need to be tolerant of one another's points of views, and we need to be open to the possibility that we still have more to learn. I'm excited about this episode, and I hope you are too. Welcome to the Business of Design podcast with Kimberly Selden, brought to you by Business of Design, a coaching community for independent designers like you. We all know design matters. At Business of Design, we think designers matter too. Before we launch in, we're going to do a little housekeeping. Hey, Cheryl, you should be with me here in Santa Monica. It's gorgeous and sunny today. It's not so nice here in Toronto. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Surrounded by snow. Well, snow could be nice too. But anyway, I, I think we need to get you out here at some point uh, soon. We'll hope we'll be able to join you uh, down there in the fall. Oh, for the for the Business of Design Elite Retreat. That was an awesome segue to a self-serving <laughs> moment for us. Thank you so much. Yeah, we've been talking a long time about doing a retreat, so we've finally decided it's the Elite Retreat and a lot of different components going into this, including a self-assessment that you will do before the retreat so we can target the learning. We are going to do some intensive learning like we always do, and then... Um, Cheryl, we're going to also follow up after the retreat with some coaching. Let's tell everybody how that's going to work. Yeah, we're getting, we're already getting so many questions about this. So it, the trip itself is going to be October 18th to 21st. Um, we're going to be doing lots of learning on the trip. And as Kimberly said, um, we're going to customize that for our attendees and, and get some information before we actually head out on the road with you guys. Um, but one of the biggest things attending conferences and, and other retreats is you have all this learnings and then the next week you're, you're back at your desk working on projects and um, we just want to make sure that this really helps you implement change into your business and growth. So following the conference, what we've decided to do is three months of group coaching. 
just for those attendees who come with us on the uh, on the retreat, our elite um, coaching group. Um, so once a month, just for those attendees, we'll be doing um, private group coaching calls based on the learnings that they got from the retreat, um, holding each other accountable, hopefully building a, um, a small little network that they can hold each other accountable to really implement these changes into their business. I'm excited about it, and I want you all to know that I have some goals for my own business uh, at this retreat. Uh, you'll be meeting other experts and learning from uh, people, not just myself. And we'll also, of course, we're in Palm Springs. I hope we mentioned that. Uh, we will be doing some modernism tours as well. So it'll be, it'll be food for the soul and as well as some great structured learning to help you create the very best business possible uh, because at that point uh, in October 2019, believe it or not, we'll be right around the corner. So our coaching will get us through 2018, and I guarantee you're going to start 2019 in the best position you've ever been in. So please reach out to us. Uh, Cheryl, how can they let us know that they're interested in the retreat? Um, details are up on the site, businessofdesign.com. Click on events and um, there'll be information there. You can, um, you can get signed up, let us know that you're interested and we'll get you all the details. Okay. And pricing $24.99. We will recommend a hotel, but if you have a best friend who lives in Palm Springs or La Quinta and or Palm Desert and you want to stay with them to save money, that's great. Uh, I'm looking forward to hanging out with you guys and having some serious sleepover fun. So thanks, <laughs> Cheryl. Um, you know what? Start looking into flights. You need to come to Santa Monica. You got to warm up. I'll, I'll be there. One new addition to Business of Design. We want our awesome members and listeners to have a greater voice in the podcast. So now you can add your thoughts questions, comments, ideas to any topic by contacting us in one of two ways. You can send us an MP3 file via email, info at business of design, or we now have a dedicated business of design hotline. You can phone in and record your message. The number is 416-780-9187, extension 107. We'll make sure to put the phone number and instructions in our show notes as well as on our Facebook page. Whether you send us an MP3 file or phone in to record your follow-up comments or topic idea or question, make sure to include your name and location and then keep your comments brief and clear. You may have a strong opinion about today's show, so let's hear from you. We'll air the best comments on an upcoming podcast. Now, back to the show. Lori, thank you so much for taking time out of the day today to uh, talk to us about this kind of timely issue that's going on. Yes, no problem. Happy to uh, share. I've admired your courage in stating your truth on a variety of opinions and certainly what's happened this last week with House and Ivy. Again, you were able to authentically stand in your space and not be too concerned that perhaps other people disagree with you. So I think it's important for you to have an opportunity to speak to the listeners and let them know that the sky isn't falling. And, you know, what's your take on everything that happened? And, and more importantly, how do we just all rise above this and move on and grow our businesses the way we want to and deserve to? 
Right. Well, you know, I think that, you know, there are lots of times that this type of thing has happened and not, not exactly, but this type of thing has happened and, and designers are left questioning, you know, what do I do? And they're, and they're panicking and they're, you know, especially, you know, I have to feel for the designers who are on Ivy right now trying to make a decision about what is best for their business because they're in a position of, of you know, what should I do? Or should I leave what I'm doing currently that might be working for me um, because it could be bad for me down the road? Or should I, you know, stick this out and figure out if things are going to, you know, where things are going to go? And, um, you know, I really feel for them. And I think that there are a lot, a lot of shows, you know, that are coming out. And, and I, love, I love that there's a lot of information um, for designers to mull over. But I think it's really important they, you know, come back to their own business and think about what their business is benefiting from Ivy or from any project management software and um, make a decision that's best for them, not in a place of fear. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that means doing your research and, you know, what do you like about Ivy? Is it available somewhere else? You know, thinking about long-term how this house thing is going to affect them, you know, because right now it might seem like it's not, you know, based on, on what house is saying. It might not be a big deal, but, but you have to like also think about, you know, what house has done to designers up until now and you know how right. so do you trust them do you it's not like the bad boyfriend them? who's hurt you so many times how many how many oh, chances totally, does he totally. get <laughs> oh right, wait baby right. I love you I'll and never do it again <laughs> really <laughs> really to a certain extent you know Ivy has done the same thing you know because I know that they have you know that they consider their Facebook group one of their assets that they have, you know, deleted comments that designers have said in there. They put people in to listen to what's going on without letting the designers know. You know, there's a lot of, like, a little creepiness going on from the Ivy front that wasn't totally on the up and up. And there was always a lot of creepiness going on with those that wasn't totally on the up and up. Mm. So, you know, from a long-term standpoint, you have to think, you know, is this going to help me or hurt that's for every designer to decide you know they might have a business that you know they don't think it it will hurt them long term but they have to think about it I mean it's something that you have to make this decision for yourself and you have to look at what house is done and from long term and I can say that a lot of designers don't understand it 100% but I will say you know in the very beginning house was you know a resource for designers and pe- they wanted to be maybe like the Angie's list articles long now, the Angie's list for design so people could find a designer and you know matches up but people looking for design people who want designers well over time and of course this is what the way it would be just like any other big site that has a lot of photography they got more users that were you know that lamp or that rug or the chandelier rather than they wanting, wanting full design services. So naturally, you know, over time, they've got a lot of venture capital coming in. How do we make money on this? Mm -hmm. They, they went to what their users wanted, which was selling the product next to your pictures 
because that's what the designers, what the what their user base wanted. They wanted to know where that lamp was, you know, how to buy that lamp or what, you know, where you source that. Right. Furniture. And that, and by the way, unfortunately, they're also, yeah, that doesn't make them evil. That makes them no, a big business, business that pivoted they're... to take advantage of what was happening for them. Right. So, right. So we, we agree that it's not that they're evil. Um, I think their no. integrity is out of line completely. And I, and that doesn't work for me personally. I don't want to deal with companies that don't have a really solid moral compass, but I do understand the need for big business venture capital to pivot and change directions. And at that point, it would have been sure. awesome for them to let us know that this is the new, this is the change, you know, this is what's happening. Right. Even more awesome would be if they had said, you know, designers, you know, your images are, are, are creating, you know, a lot of buzz and we, there's an opportunity to make revenue. We want to do that, but we want you because it's based off of your image to get some sort of percentage of this sale. Right. right. I mean, there could have been a way that they could have, pulled, you know, if, if they cared about designers, pulled designers into that model. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so that that they're if designers are making money off of this, this wouldn't even be a conversation. This know? goes back to the title of the show, which is "If it's free, you are the product." So I think what's happening right. is we're all becoming mature. We sort of have been in the wild west phase of the internet and the growth right. of the internet as a, a selling proposition, right? And now we're all having to become more mature and it hurt a little, right? We skinned our knees, but there's no reason to throw your towel in and say, I give, really. This is just an opportunity for you to no. go, hey, wait a minute, I actually am a business person and as a business person, this particular model no longer works for me. So I'm going to own it. I'm going right. to own the fact that I was not aware of the terms of service. I'm going to take responsibility for that bad decision. I've learned a lot. And I'm going to go forward uh, in a way that helps my business thrive and in a way in which I can't right. be used like that. Right. And it's an absolute learning curve. And I'm, I think that's for everyone involved. You know, Howes may not understand how how powerful the designers really are after this. Who knows? I mean, if the designers stop, you know, adding their photographs and start really marketing their own um, websites more. Uh, Thank you. There's no topic, shortcut, really, you know. is there? There's no shortcut. <laughs> right. We all, you know, right. They came. They came forward and offered what seemed like a shortcut to marketing. And what we've learned is there sure. is no shortcut to marketing. No one will market your business better than you. No one. And you've, you know, yeah. we've you turn over the power when you join a site like that. And they took advantage of it. And now we're all saying, wait, wait a minute. The one thing I want to end with is really important. And I know you and I completely agree on this point. We, as a community, we have a lot of power, but it means we have to act as a community. So how do you suppose right. we really get everybody on board with taking our huge, huge buying power and business acumen and moving it away from something that hurts us to, toward something that's better for us. How do we tap into to becoming a solid community that isn't polarized? 
you know, that's going to take a lot of time and work. You know, we have um, our community uh, with us and we're going to keep sharing information and, and keep helping them um, counteract, you know, what they, what they can do for, you know, giving them tips and tricks about what they can do to market their own business in the best way for them. Um, but it, it will take time. I mean, every day there's new designers coming on board that have no idea what they're getting themselves into right. and, um, you know, starting a new business. So we need to keep educating. And, and I love, you know, we, in our, in our community, we have a lot of interior designers. We also have a lot of interior design coaches like you, you know, so we can have the coaches come together and teach their, you know, their followers, their base, what to do in the right way for designers. We can have ourselves do the same thing and we can just keep, keep educating designers about, you know, it's okay to make, you know, decision, but you have to make that decision knowing the facts. That's what I'm trying to, to get around. You know, don't make a decision on emotion. You know, you're, you're upset right now. You're, you're thinking about, I've got to move. And you just jump at the first thing that comes at you. And believe me there, I do believe that in these moments of um, chaos, there are a lot of people out there that are, will make a solution just for you <laughs> so that you can jump to their thing. Right. Because I mean, this is a time when, you know, you've got a problem. I've got the answer and I'll sell it to you. Right. But you need to think about your own business and what is um, actually what you want out of this situation. Mm -hmm. Because if it were me and if it were my design business, I would absolutely limit what I do on house. If I would, if it were new, a brand new business, I probably wouldn't get on the house at all. Right, I would right. definitely get off of Ivy <laughs> because <laughs> I don't believe that their practices are in the designer's best interest. Right. Um, and that's through historical things that have happened. House has given those best of house awards. Every designer, you know, so excited in the beginning, best of house. But what really that was, was a widget, you know, an image with a link embedded into it to house saying that, you know, you're putting that on your website, that means that, you know, it, yes, your clients are seeing it, but on top of it, they are getting a vote of confidence as far as Google is concerned to increase their listing. Right, right. And their link, by the way, to you is not as a no-follow link. So you don't get that same boost of confidence from a link from, from them. The power distribution so is link, not equal. <laughs> You mentioned that I'm a coach, um, and that business of design is my passion project. Um, my my business right. is an interior designer, and I did what a lot of interior designers did. We jumped into house largely because my business of design community was saying, you should try it, you should try it. So we thought, okay, you know, it's research, we're going to try it. And, in, and I, it was not beneficial to us in any way, and in my opinion, the most egregious affront that they have done involves the fact that if you try to remove your images and you remove your profile, oh, yeah. it looks like you've gone out of business. So to me, yes. that's, yes. that is the most egregious behavior. Um, right. so we're on there because I don't want my clients to see, think I'm out of business. Um, but that's right. a situation I think as a community, we could get righted. If we, you know, band right. together, we could make that Take right. Stand. Exactly. Yeah, because that's not right. And that's, we should be taking a stand against 
that. There are there are people who love houses that say, well, you know, everybody keeps your photographs. But the fact of the matter is, Facebook may keep your photographs, but if you you um, you know disconnect your account, you, you close your account with Facebook, you can come back to that account later and enable it again, and your all your pictures are there. But in the time that you're you're disabled, they don't people don't find you on Facebook, they don't see you on Facebook. You're it's like you're you're not there. House does not do the same. You know, house keeps your photographs still there. Um, so if you take down your image, uh, you know, if you take down your, I wanted, I want out of here, it just looks like you're out of business, but your photographs are still there. Right, right. Um, and that's not, that's just not okay. That's a hostage takeover yeah. situation. And that is, that's yeah. not cool. <laughs> but let's put the emphasis back on the designers because we all walked into that pond willingly. You know, we all go, mm, that looks fun. Let's jump in. So now we're older, we're wiser. Um, as a community, we do have power, but we do need to stand together. And the other thing is the sky is not falling. Your business will grow and your business will thrive regardless of your decision around the house and Ivy equation. Whatever you decide, you'll still be fine. Um, but yeah. let's go forward and put the emphasis back on the hard work it takes to create foundations that help you run your business because there never has been a shortcut to any of it. It was an illusion. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree with that. Thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. And thank you for your service in creating such an amazing dynamic community. We, we really appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you very much too. In the spirit of hearing the whole story, or at least a more positive spin on the choice to stay with House, you're now going to hear from designer Cheryl Keyes Clendenen. One of Cheryl's observations during our conversation is a critical part of this whole equation in my mind. She mentions those pesky little tags that House uses to peddle cheap goods to consumers and rightly acknowledges that the client who's looking for a $99 bar stool is not her customer and never was going to be her customer. I wholeheartedly agree with that. However, I had stopped using house before the tags appeared, so I haven't given that a whole lot of thought. Something else Cheryl touches on is one of the most curious parts of the entire situation, and that's the extravagant purchase price of Ivy kind of makes you wonder if that wasn't the plan from day one, I think, huh? Well, time will tell. And again, at the end of this podcast, if you have a thought that wasn't acknowledged and you'd like to share it with a community, make sure you either send us an MP3 file or phone into the Business of Design hotline and you'll find that information again online. Let's hear what Cheryl has to say. Cheryl, I was so happy you agreed to speak to us today. I know you've had a really busy week, so thank you. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Glad to uh, to talk about things. I can I can talk for for hours. So <laughs> you know, it's no problem. No problem with ever uh, getting an opinion out of me. That's for sure. Well, I was excited to hear from you because I know you have had really good success with House, and in fact, they they have been a source of revenue generation for you. That wasn't my experience, but I think it's really important for uh, us to acknowledge that for many of the listeners, they have had some good experiences. So we, maybe we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Let's hear your thoughts on the positive side of working with house that you've experienced, if you don't mind. 
You bet. You bet. I, I think most people that know me, at least in, in some of the forums that uh, we both belong in, um, know that I've been pretty uh, outspoken about uh, maximizing house for your own purposes if you choose to be a part of it. Um, I don't, I, it's a definitely a love-hate relationship. I do not like what they're doing. I don't really see what's in it for designers if you're not getting any referrals out. Uh, quite frankly, I, I don't think there's anything in it for people that um, are not getting uh, any leads or anything like that out of it. Um, there's a lot of misinformation out there, though, and that and that's the problem. And I'm certainly no expert on it. I don't pretend to be. Uh, this last weekend has been busy for me, so I'm trying to keep up with what everybody else is talking about it and with Ivy and their relationship. But I can see that there's a lot of people that pipe in that really have misinformation uh, about it in general. So I think it's important to make sure that um, the right information is out there. I think people also are just afraid to believe, <laughs> they don't know what to believe, you know, about anything. So all I can speak to is my own experience and that's all I'm trying to do here. I will say that I have had good experience with it. I firmly believe that larger markets like your mar market are going to be more difficult, just like it is in a bricks and mortar store or any other type of trying to get uh, visibility. You know, I mean, think about it. I mean, you've got, you know, 5 million people in a market, there, that is going to be harder for all those designers that are in there. And I don't know what the percentages would be, but just think about it. So there's, it's going to be a lot harder for people to get attention regardless, right? So I don't think that... Can I just ask, Are you so you're in a yeah. smaller community and you think that's part of the yes. reason you've been able to have some success with House? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I think that's, that's why. I don't think it's because I'm all that as a designer or anything else. I think there's very distinct reasons. Um, I have a marketing background uh, prior to being in design. So I think there's certain things that I do that might be different than others. Um, when I, I'm going to be honest with you, when I, when people, we, we've had these rants and raves about it, and I go back and I look at someone's profile, and I'm not saying every time this is true by any stroke, um, but once or twice or three or four times when I've looked at some profiles, I'm thinking, well, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't call you either because you have terrible photographs on here. They're not professional. You're not putting good uh, English together in terms of your, your verbiage on there. You'd, you probably don't have keywords or anything like that attached to your photos, and you're not presenting your best foot. So... So let's like just be realistic now. If you are if you are upset that your retail store, let's say, is not getting any traction or no one's coming in, but yet then the shelves are half full or or what you have is kind of dirty and you haven't cleaned the floors and and the the dust is thick on your shelves and whatnot. Well, whose fault is that? You know? So I'm not saying that if everybody does that, Kimberly, that it's going to be great for them, but I will say, okay, and anybody can do this. I mean, there's lots of people that have been very upset about house. Some of the profiles may be fantastic, but a few of the ones I've looked at just haven't had, um, they may be wonderful designers. That's not the issue. It's just that you're only as good as what you're putting out there because it's a visual medium. So, so again, it has to go back to taking responsibility for putting your best self forward at the end of the day, whether you're on house or whether you choose to not be on house. When it comes exactly. to marketing, you want to put your best foot forward. Absolutely, whether it's your website or, or, you know, whatever it may be. But so I think that there's there's um, some misinformation out there on that, too. I don't think people are always maximizing their profiles and that sort of thing. But but truthfully, I think that, that uh, logically, larger markets are going to be more difficult to get traction on any type of advertising. I think you're going to have to you, you really have to be stand out because it's just a lot more people, a lot more really awesome designers in your market. In my market, that's not the case. I mean, there's 
only a handful of us. And I will say that my largest job I ever got from Howes was in New Jersey. So that sort of shoots that, to, you know, <laughs> bullet holes in a, in a certain degree. But the majority of our leads are within two hours uh, of my, you know, either way. Okay. So, so it's, you know. And it's also possible, I guess, there are more concentrated consumer areas with house maybe certain areas are using house the consumers i'm talking about maybe there's maybe some areas have more consumers using house as well so there's a lot of wild card factors we can't know right exactly and i will will say a lot of the profiles of the people that we do get and we get a lot of crappy leads too don't get me wrong you know we, we we sift through them and you know, there's certain aspects, this whole profile thing where you you just, you say, it pops up and says, hey, do you want to, uh, are you looking for something today? And people fill out this thing and then it sends it to four different people in your area, four different paid pros in your area. And uh, I hate that. I think it's awful. We've done it ourselves, you know, to test it. It's terrible. And those leads are always bad. I mean, we might've gotten one that was okay, but the ones that contact me directly through um, my, my profile there, uh, generally are okay. I mean, some of them are too small for us. I mean, they don't really have a good idea of how big we are or what we do, the kind of work we do on there. So that tells me that I need to be a little more, uh, pointed on my marketing there. And, um, so that's, that's, I learned from that. I, I take that as a learning opportunity myself. Um, other people don't look at it that way. They think that people should just know that they don't do, you know, $30,000 kitchens or, or what have you. And, and I think that you're, you're kind of responsible for making sure that your message is correct um, in any kind of advertising. So that's what I've taken away from that part of it. But the, but the leads overall that we've gotten from the direct um, um, referrals have been really good. And and I, I shouldn't say really, really good, but I mean, the biggest job I'm, I'm going to be doing that I'm working on in a, in a community about an hour from here um, for a second home for a client from Atlanta is also um, from house. So I think part of the attraction too is I'm on the coast and a lot of times people are moving here or maybe it's a second home or they're rehabbing a condo or whatnot. So I think maybe in my situation, it's maybe just a little perfect storm of, of things that have done well. I will say I know other people and I won't, I won't name names of course, but I know that there are plenty of people that have also had success that have mentioned it here and there, but then they get they get nervous to do it because right now it's sort of a lynch mob mentality. And, and I, I wanna speak to that because I'm pretty strong-willed, and I don't really have too much of a problem if somebody uh, wants to say something to me like that. But there has been talk, and some of these forums and some of the threads have been very, you know, like your crappy design. You're you're a bad person if you follow, uh, if you keep your profile on house, or mm-hmm. or if you speak out, you know, in any way positive about any of their you know, shenanigans or whatever. And I think that that's a very dangerous line for people to walk and is not uh, appropriate, you know? And that's the kind of thing, when I see a lot of that happening, I, I just will, I would get out of, of that particular uh, group or forum because I just don't think it's, it's uh, the right way to be. And right now it really feels a little, a little lynchy to well, me in some areas. It's interesting. We may be discovering that our small world of interior design is a microcosm for the larger world because I certainly would say I see a lot of that in a larger scale going on uh, at least politically so maybe it's just a really good reminder to um, be tolerant of each other's views and to accept um, the fact that 
for someone like what Cheryl's saying today, I believe you that you got good leads from Howes. And I think you probably believe me when I tell you we got no good leads from Howes and it was a disaster and even throwing money at it meant it didn't work for us. But that alone, the fact that I didn't get good leads from it is not enough for me to say, don't go to house. It just didn't work for us, but I'm perfectly content allowing others to use it if it works for them. And I, I think it right. was important to show the other side of things today. And the, the overarching message I want to get out to everybody is it's okay. It's all going to be okay. We have had disruptions in the industry before. There is no shortcut for owning responsibility around your own business in every category. That means financially, that means with marketing, that means with um, the, the systematic way you run projects. There's no shortcut. And so if you saw a platform like House as a shortcut to marketing, you've now had your eyes opened and you, it may be time for you to make a change, whatever that change sure. is. Yeah, I totally I agree with you, and I think that there is sort of a, an ownership you have to have on your own, uh, on your own behalf to to analyze what you're what you're doing, and and uh, and maybe people are a little too trusting sometimes with with putting. I, we we personally don't put any of our financials in the cloud. I have desktop QuickBooks, and that's what I use, and I'm not going to do anything other than that because it's just I've been in business too long, and it's uh, it's just what works for us. And I don't feel comfortable with that. I'm, I'm just very guarded over my uh, personal information such as that. And so I don't want to put that out there. I think that, um, and I think that's part of what people are realizing um, with some of this. Now, I, I got to say that I do not like, I do not like the little tags. I do not like this. I do not like that. And then people say, oh, they tag all your stuff and they're selling off of your pictures and all that. Well, they are. But when you look at the, the pictures, and I just did this again on my own profile to make sure that I wasn't missing the boat or something. And, you know, none of those pictures are any remotely like my photographs, not even remotely. I mean, and those aren't my clientele, the people that are going to buy the $99, you know, bar stool or whatever. So it just doesn't threaten me. And I think that that's part of it. But do I do I like it? No. Do I think that it's a great thing that designers has put, put their pictures out there and they're not getting anything out of it? No, I don't think that's good at all. We have websites to show our portfolio. Um, you know, do I think that they're getting some exposure? Maybe, I don't know. I mean, I really, all I can speak to is, is my own, uh, my own, you know, success with it. People are so worried about 2,800, um, uh, designers on, on Ivy that have all this information and they're going to get their clients information and all that. I understand why they're getting upset about it. I would be too, if my information was in the cloud and being sold to somebody, but I just don't know if it's as, nefarious as everyone thinks. Now, everyone will have this in, in, you know, in an audio version and come back later and say, I told you so, Cheryl, but I just can't. Do they really, are they really buying this company just to put 2,800 2, designers out of business or something? I'm just not sure if that's, I don't know. I just don't think that that's the way that it really is gonna go down. I don't know why they paid so much for it though. It does seem like they paid a pretty penny for Ivy, and I'm not sure what the attraction is. I suspect they have plans to further monetize it, and I suspect the moral compass is jumping all over the place. And, um, but I think what I hear you saying is be smart. If it's a strategy that's working for your business, then continue using it. And if it isn't a strategy that's working for your business, then be really smart about how you take it down. And maybe the silver lining is just an opportunity for the design community to understand that we don't all have the same needs. 
And uh, we're much stronger when we work together. But in order to work together, we have got to display some tolerance and some compassion for different points of view. And uh, yeah, I, I, absolutely. Think, I think you've, you've handled that very well. And uh, I certainly understand where you're coming from and appreciate you taking time to talk to all of us. So I really do enjoy these forums too. I think they're really great. There's a lot of really great people and so many good ideas. And I like to share and I'm busy as all get out and I'm sure other people are too, but, but I do think it's, it's a, it's a, it's a very, been a very friendly and productive a part of social media to me. Let's hope our community continues to do what it's best at, which is support one another in collaboration and in a spirit Absolutely. of being helpful to one another. And thank you so much for having the courage to come on and share your point of view. And I hope everybody listening, I'm not sure which side of the equation you fall on if you're listening, but uh, I think it's important to understand that we have different needs as individuals, but an overarching um, benefit from working together. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Thank Absolutely. you so much, Cheryl. Really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, Mel. Thank you, Kimberly, for having me on. At Business of Design, we know it takes more than hard work and talent to successfully run a professional design firm. There are proven business strategies that can solve your immediate business challenges and transform your life. Don't try to do this alone. Join today and you'll have access to more than 100 video courses, plus access to Kimberly Selden as your mentor and guide. Unlike traditional coaching, which can take years to produce tangible results, BOD is a fast track to immediate results for independent interior designers, decorators, architects, stagers, and landscapers just like you. Monthly membership is only $67.50. Annual members save two months and have access to Kimberly's contracts. What are you waiting for? Together, we will achieve extraordinary results. Start today.